Hi there, I'm Travis, and this is the Why Is That Podcast. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Welcome back to the Why Is That Podcast, dude. Can you believe that movie, Dude, Where's My Car, came out 18 years ago this month? I know I was rather shocked when I had the idea to explore the etymology of the word dude and had the smart idea to Google the release date. Even if you did not love the Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott-led movie the way my brother and I did, then I will still bet that you have had some sort of exposure to the word dude. Whether your experience came with one of the great time travel adventures in Bill and Ted or a classic beer advertisement that just repeated the word dude over and over again with different uh, inflections and connotations, you probably have some fond memory of using the word dude. After all, using the word dude is something that the dude always abides. I can distinctly remember back to the days of my youth as I called someone I thought was my friend, dude, only for them to reply in an offended tone, ew, don't call me that. Don't you know what that word means? I, of course, had no idea. I just thought it meant dude. I mean, if Devin can be a dude, then it had to be a good thing. So I shook my head no, and I was informed that a dude was in fact an ingrown hair on an elephant's butt. Talk about disgusting. Although, if I'm honest, that did not stop me from vastly overusing the term throughout my school-age life. Since then, I just took it for granted that this must be the origin of the word. I heard it repeated over and over again by different kids or adults trying to discourage the use of this particular slang word that seems to most often refer to a guy, fellow, or person with a familiar or friendly disposition towards you. Luckily for me, I started this show that allows me to ask why and to delve into the strange history of our modern world, and I decided it was time to put our thirst for knowledge into finding the true history of perhaps my favorite slang word. A great repository for slang terms and definitions is Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary is not scholarly in any way, shape, or form, as it can be edited and added to by anyone, yet it has far less moderation than even a site like Wikipedia. Therefore, it is good to find definitions for slang words, but really does not provide any sort of citable information. Urban Dictionary did provide several definitions for the word dude, and one of them was that infamous description of an ingrown hair on an elephant's butt. I also found several of those websites or blog posts with the tagline, strange facts you will never believe, that also provided the ingrown hair on an elephant's butt explanation. Do you want to know the thing that these sites all have in common? Not one of them provided any sort of source on this information. Do you know why they weren't able to provide a source? You guessed it, it is a lie. 100% false. As I worked to uncover the true origin of the word dude, I also dedicated some time to researching elephant anatomy. Elephants are often thought of as hairless animals, but they do have sensory hairs on their trunks, and both African and Asian elephants are born with thick hair that gradually thins with age. The only name for an elephant's hair besides hair that I could find was for the hair that covers the elephant fetus, and that hair is called lanugo. A veterinarian professional or any sort of professional medical staff that would care for an elephant might call an ingrown hair on an elephant pseudofolliculitis, but they certainly would not call it a dude. The layman would likely just call an ingrown hair an ingrown hair. Alternatively, they might just call it gross. 
especially considering I typed elephant and ingrown hair on YouTube and it showed videos of people popping them. Disgusting. It turns out that alternate stories to the elephant is that a dude is an ingrown hair on a donkey's butt or on a cow's behind. All of that is a complete lie. I could not find who started this smear campaign on the word dude, but I can say that it is completely fictitious. The next time you hear someone trying to peddle that story, make sure to correct them so that together we can put an end to this inflammatory story. The word dude actually has a far longer and far more grand history than the derogatory story about ingrown hairs would suggest. The modern English word dude can actually trace its lineage all the way back to Old English and seems to appear in its oldest form sometime in the 8th century. It was a specific cant or local slang of a region in northern England. Due to its age, the word dude actually has a pretty impressive following in linguistic circles. I was able to find multiple scholarly articles about the history of the word dude or the history of the usage of the word dude in JSTOR and other online databases. I even saw these linguistic historians who research the word dude referred to as dude historians, which is just about the coolest title I have ever seen and one that I certainly want to attain someday. The most significant article that I found was written by Richard Hill and appeared in a 1994 edition of the American Speech Journal that is published by Duke University Press. It is called You've Come a Long Way, Dude, and it will be our main source for the remainder of today's episode. I have supplemented this research with works by Scott Kisling, Robert Knoll, J.J. Gould, and a couple others. As mentioned, the earliest form of dude is dated to the 8th century Northern England area, so it is remarkably one of the words that has survived the transition from Old English to Middle English to Modern English. The oldest form is the word duds, D-U-D-D-E-S. The Old English word duds meant clothing and seems to refer to clothing in general. The original meaning and definition still survives today and appears in the dictionary as duds, D-U-D-S but it is far less popular today. You may or may not have heard someone refer to someone else's outfit with the phrase, nice duds. Usually it is an ironic phrase when you do not actually like the person's clothes, but it could be genuine when referring to more casual styles of clothes. Between the 8th and 15th century, the word duds spread from the area of northern England to the rest of the English-speaking world, but transformed from a word that referred to clothing or garments in general to one that only referred to the coarse clothing that was typically worn by the common people. Clothing of the common people could also sometimes be referred to as old rags worn by the poor. None of the sources I looked at really offered an explanation for this shift from clothing in general to old raggedy clothing. I do have two personal theories, but please note that these are just my theories and in no way have been academically tested. One, It could be that duds referring to clothing always referred to the common clothing, but as the vocabulary grew between Old English to Modern English, the distinction became more noticeable. The Normans invaded with William the Conqueror in 1066 and brought with them French and Latin languages, and those two languages became the language of the ruling class of England. The Latin word for garments is vestimentum, and this word gave us our modern English word vest, which is more of a sophisticated piece of clothing. So it could be that as French and Latin took over the vocabulary of the aristocrats in early Norman England, that an old English word for clothes would have remained to describe the clothing of the poor, older inhabitants. Or it could be something else entirely. Let me know if you have any theories of your own. From England, the term duds naturally traveled to the American colonies, and in this time, 
seems to drop the negative connotation of old clothes to just going back to referring to clothes in general. This paved the way for what dude historians refer to as the first great dude shift. It is unknown how duds changed into dude, but three common theories are most accepted. The first is that dude was a combination of duds and attitude. The second is that the pronunciation shifted over time after it left northern England and just naturally spawned dude. The third theory will be discussed a bit later. Whichever way dude came to be, the first great dude shift occurred when duds, which referred to clothing, shifted to dude, which referred to a sharp-dressed man. Scholars agree that this occurred during the last quarter of the 19th century in what we commonly refer to as the Old or the Wild West. By 1883, the term dude for sharp-dressed man had made its way back to the East Coast and in doing so had made it into the press and into popular literature. We will discuss this more in a moment, but first, Theory 3. Yankee Doodle is a song that is probably very familiar to any of my American listeners, as it has been a patriotic song of the United States since the days of the American Revolution. Yankee, as we discussed in a past episode of the show, was a term to refer to American colonists, particularly northern ones and ones from New York. The etymology is a bit disputed, but the most popular one is that it originated from the Dutch as it is an anglicized version of a common name or combination of names of Dutch colonists of the former New Amsterdam. The doodle part also has a disputed etymology, but is generally credited to Low German. Either the word doodle, which meant playing music badly, or dodel, which meant a fool or simpleton. The term Yankee Doodle, and specifically Yankee Doodle Dandy, was meant as an insult towards Americans in general. A dandy is a person who takes fashion to the extremes while placing a very high importance on physical appearance. An American colonist aristocrat was far poorer than their European counterparts, so even a rich American had a fraction of the fashion or styles of a European dandy but was self-deluded enough to think that they still belonged in the club of dandies just because they so far outstripped their even poorer contemporary Americans. Thus, a Yankee Doodle Dandy was an American who had deluded themselves into thinking that sticking a feather in their hat was akin to the high-fashion wig of Europe, which was commonly known as macaroni. A Yankee Doodle Dandy was then a sharp-dressed man by American standards, but who fell far short of the old world standards. The third theory on how the term dude came to refer to a sharp-dressed man by Westerners is that they actually used it as a way to refer to a dandy who came from the east, but instead of just calling them a dandy, they cleverly shortened the word doodle to dude. Between these three theories, you can pick your favorite. Whichever way it happened, dude started to refer to a fastidious man or a dandy in the western territories of the United States by the late 19th century. A dude, then, was a dandy. The Wild West lifestyle on the ranch was a tough one, but also a romanticized one by those who did not actually have to live it. The image of donning a cowboy hat and roping some cattle is heroic and quintessentially American. Wealthy Americans who lived on the East Coast wanted to experience this lifestyle and this heroic deeds without actually leaving their comfortable eastern lifestyles behind. 
This created a unique new way for the Westerner to make money. That is, if the Westerner allowed people from the East to come live on their ranch, they could make some easy money. This would have been an early form of agritourism. This became popular in the late 19th century as many of the most dangerous aspects of living out West had been conquered, and feelings of nostalgia for the adventurer Old West days started to come into popular literature. Ranches started to open their doors to these tourists and would teach those who could pay the ropes of living on a ranch for a week before the tourists would head back to the East Coast. These ranches would come to be known as dude ranches. The people who traveled from the East were generally well off in order to afford a week or more vacation out West. As they were well off, they also generally dressed rather well compared to the clothes generally associated with the Old West. These tourists were sometimes known as tenderfoots or greenhorns, but as we discussed in the same time period, a different name for a sharp-dressed man had started to be used in the Old West, dude. Those well-dressed men from the East were colloquially known in the West as dudes, and this is where the term dude ranch originated. Dudes from the East, who generally lived in cities and would therefore be city slickers, would come to these ranches to immerse themselves in the culture before retreating to their comfortable lives. This is where dude to refer to a man rather than just as clothing really gained traction. It did keep the same connection with clothing as it had way back in the 8th century, but over a millennia later it had made the jump to referring to individuals. This still does not quite get us to our current usage of the term dude, as dude can today be used to refer to an individual in general and has nothing to do with their clothes, and it also can even be used as a form of address along with many other uses. The next shift in uses occurred during the 1930s and 40s. This shift occurred specifically within smaller groups of men, specifically the urban Mexican-American pachuchos and the African-American zoot suiters. Pachuco are generally associated with zoot suits, street gangs, nightlife, and flamboyant public behavior. The zoot suit is a men's suit with high-waisted, wide-leg, tight-cuffed peg trousers and a long coat with wide lapels and wide padded shoulders. It was particularly associated with African-American communities in Harlem, Chicago, and Detroit, but were made widely popular in the 1940s by jazz musicians. Cab Calloway is one example of a jazz musician who was known to wear the zoot suit. Based on this description, it is pretty apparent that these individuals were concerned with their appearance and their style. In an earlier time period, perhaps they would have been called dandies, but in the 1930s and 40s, they took the word dude and applied it to themselves. It was in this period that the word dude expanded its definition and use to something more similar to what we use now. Dude gained traction in these stigmatized groups, but was able to follow a linguistic path through the popularity of African American music culture into the younger white population. This is a similar path as followed by slang words such as groovy or cool. By the 1980s, the word dude was used by young people throughout the United States, regardless of creed or class. In addition to the music culture, it is also suggested that dude began to be used in the Pacific Coast surfing culture in the 1960s, and that these surfers also helped to define the use that was growing in the popularity in the 1980s. The 1980s, 90s, and 2000s all saw continued growth in the use of the word dude. Dude gained further reach in popular culture as movies, TV, and commercials like the ones we discussed at the beginning of the episode fully embraced the slang. 
1994, Hill predicted that dude could follow the F word and its derivatives as being able to function in any grammatical slot or as a single word utterance that can mean anything in the right context. 24 years later, I would have to say that I largely agree, and if you have not seen the Bud Light Dude commercial, I would suggest checking it out on YouTube as it perfectly encapsulates how changing the intonation of your voice can completely change the meaning and how much meaning you can get across in just a single word. Keesling, however, argues that the word dude has always been an in-group term that indicates solidarity amongst those using the term, a certain fraternity if you would. He shows how the term still does have restrictions, grammatically speaking. Either way, the term dude has had a very rakes-to-riches story. It went from meaning specifically clothes in Old English to old ragged clothes in Early Modern English, back to clothes in general, and then referred to a man who dressed sharply. It today can refer to a man or a woman and has nothing to do with the types of clothes that that person is wearing. Dude can be an address term, a reference term, or if you try hard enough, just about anything. Anyways, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Why Is That podcast exploration of the origin behind the word dude. We have many great episodes ahead of us, so make sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app, whether that be Podcast Republic, Podcast Attic, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever podcasts are streamed. All of my contact, website, and social media information are in the episode description. Have a great two weeks. Cheers.